a listener production. Okay, are you recording? Hey crew, welcome along to episode 127 of the Howie Games featuring athlete, motivator, broadcaster, podcaster and enlightener. If there's such a word as enlightener, I'm sure there is. Anyway, that is what he did for me in the episode. He enlightened me to many things, Dylan Olcott. Dill's full episode drops next Thursday. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Three episodes in three days. Gas and I, we're done in. We are absolutely cooked, but hopefully the extra content is a good thing in your world. Whilst you wait for Dill's full episode, here's his player profile. And Dylan Olcott, player profile, you've done a bit, but are you prepared to face the short, sharp ones? Mate, I am. I'm bloody stoked to be here, to be honest, so let's get it. Well, we'll get to that in the main part coming out next week about how happy I'm to have you here. But let's get into these ones. Firstly, nicknames? Uh, Dill. Uh, Dilbert by my brother. My Dilbert? Calls, my mum calls me DD, and my basketball team used to call me, uh, named after a, a adult product toy, if you know what I mean. I do know what you Thank mean. you very much. Right. It was, yeah. Dil- it was Dilbert. Is that a cartoon? It was Dilbert, the cartoon. Right. Is that kind of bald or whatever? My brother started it as a joke and then unfortunately it uh, catched on and everyone calls me Dilbert now. I'm going with Dilbert then yeah, throughout like the whole show. Favourite food, Dilbert? Uh, bunless cheeseburgers. So I don't eat bread, but I eat them in lettuce wraps. <laughs> so a cheeseburger without the bread. bread. It's kind of like a cheeseburger salad, but you use cos lettuce as the bun. Right. Try it. Will change your life. Do you and still have the cheese? Yeah, I have everything except the bread. Okay, and you have all the condiments in it. Sounds whack. You eat it. You go. That's actually quite refreshing. Why are we anti-bread? Uh, I went. I do like a keto diet. I try to eat carbs, and then I went back onto the carbs, and I realised that it wasn't good for my guts. So yeah, now okay. I'm off it. So if you're trying to impress someone and they're coming around for dinner, are you serving this breadless cheeseburger, or have you got something special you're going top notch? Oh, I'm definitely getting takeaway. <laughs> Uh, Howie, when you're in a wheelchair, my yeah. excuse is that the bench is really high. I probably can reach, but everyone goes, fair enough. So I'm going to use that forever. I like it. So the people come around and you get their Uber Eats. You can choose three people from any time in your life, not in your life, that you've met, that you haven't met, that you've admired, they're alive, they're dead. Who are the three? My partner, Chantel. Oh, I see that. That's a good way to get things underway. You know, how, you know what I'm doing. Yes, I do. Barack Obama. Right. Uh, I just love to chat to him. I think he's a legend. And... Someone that I know who is just the best bloke and I always get worried when he's around because Chantel looks at him dreamily because he is the <laughs> biggest stud in the world, Pat Rafter, right. my childhood hero. And you're prepared to put them in a room together? I did, I did, after the Australian Open uh, of this year, uh, Ash Barty called me and said, I'm having some beers at the ESPY with Pat. Come down. I put Chantel and Pat in the same room and just how I look at Pat dreamily, so did everyone else in the room. He is a star. He's the type of fella he is, yeah. isn't he? Before you compete, finish your sentence for me, Dill. Before you compete, you always do what? Before I compete, I always listen to the same song. It's called Protect Your Neck by the Wu-Tang Clan. I'm a big hip-hop fan. Love the Wu-Tang. It's the same song as I roll onto Rod Laver Arena, Santa Court at Wimbledon. Always the same. A backstory of that is they actually came out here in 2014 and I got on stage, crowd surfed in my wheelchair from 100 metres back at Meredith Music Festival and rapped on stage with the Wu-Tang Clan. My I watched fr- the clip. There you go. I did some research. There you go. So they protect, I listen to Protect Your Neck every single time I go on the court, no matter what. I wasn't familiar prior to doing the research about the Wu-Tang Clan. You don't know the Wu-Tang Clan? Well, I do now. Yeah, I'm a big gangster rap man. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it in the next part. What do you do on a day off? Because you are a busy man. 
people think I'm the busiest guy in the world and they, I'm always doing something. But do you know what I love doing? I love sitting on the couch doing nothing, watching sport. I also love hanging with my mates. Uh, athletes that don't have balance are athletes that get into trouble when they finish. Mm. And I've been strong on, you know, if you and I want to have a beer, we can have a beer. It doesn't mean that I'm still not going to try and win Wimbledon in four months or whatever it is. So I look after myself mentally and uh, I enjoy I enjoy getting around people as much as I can when I'm around. First job? Never really had a real job. My first real job was on radio. Uh, I couldn't get that's, a job. That's just so not a real job. I know. It's, it's as close as it gets. How's this? I actually went for a job in a company we all know when I was uh, 19. I was at uni to become a brand ambassador within the uni. Got to the job interview. The job interview was upstairs. They said, came downstairs and goes, oh, I said, oh, we can just move the job interview downstairs. And they just canceled the interview rather than move it downstairs. So employment's tough for people with disabilities. And I'm the lucky one now who has lots of jobs, but that's what my passion in life is to do is to try and change that. We'll talk about that in the full episode coming up next week. So that's first job. What about first car? 9091 green Toyota Camry wagon. We called it Wags. Nice. I had a college basketball scholarship when I was 18 to go to the University of Illinois. Illinois. Moved over there. Yep. My dad sold my car to my best mate. With the hand control still in it, my mate crashed the car, never to be seen again. Right. Yeah. Did you drive in America? Uh, I did drive on the wrong side of the road without training with my hands. Right. Very bad story. If you could swap jobs with anyone, and you've got a variety of jobs, anyone in the world whose job you could have, whose would you take? Besides yours, obviously. Mm. Uh, I've never had that response before. Thanks. That's all right. I would be a, I would be a celebrity chef, even though I can't cook, or probably number one would be a famous rapper or a musician. Because <laughs> I've had that experience with music and musicians always tell me, I'd love to play the Australian Open. And I always go, oh, mate, it's not as cool as being a musician. So grass is always greener, but I'd do music. Best piece of advice you've received? Best piece of advice that I've ever received, two things. One, uh, you got to buy a ticket to win the raffle. Mm. I think if you put yourself out there, good things happen. People say you're lucky, maybe, but you make your own luck by putting yourself into those situations. The other thing, which is what I used to, something that I created, but my mindset coach, Ben Crow, says it better. It's not the conditions you live in, it's the decisions that you make. Mm. It's not the events in life that dictates the life that you leave. It's how you perceive those events that determines the path that you take. People feel sorry for me because I'm disabled, yet I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Two different perceptions. I want to talk music with you in the main part of the show because it's a big part of your life and I'm trying to understand music more as I get a bit older and now I'm across the Wu-Tang Clan. What is the best concert you've attended? And this is a tough one for you because you're passionate in this space. It would be two things. First one was at Coachella when I had the year in between basketball and tennis, it was the first time I crowd surfed in my wheelchair. Uh, I couldn't see. My mate's like, we'll just pick you up, pick me up. And there was a young rapper on the stage called Jay-Z, who you might've heard of. I have. Stopped the show and said, give it up to my guy on the wheelchair. And just a hundred thousand people went absolutely Did he? crazy. Wow. That one. And then I also lucky enough to get to like, I saw Elton John in front of 50 people at a gig that he played in Sydney. Like it was a select, uh, I don't know how I got How in. did you sneak in there? I had no idea, man. Was, was he unbelievable? Unbelievable. Was he? I was working for Triple J at the time. Triple J doesn't pay you in money. They pay you in coolness. So <laughs> that was one of the moments that I got and Elton gave me the hello and I said hello and then almost shut my pants. How does coolness go paying off the mortgage? Uh, doesn't go paying off the mortgage, but it pays you in DM slides as well. Yeah, uh, nice. It was not the worst place to work. Two most used apps on your, uh, on your phone. Are you a techno guy or not? not nothing special, uh, but my two most used apps would be uh, pretty standard. I love scrolling Instagram. 
uh, I love getting my news. So I, I look at Twitter a fair bit through the hashtags and I'm using one at the moment uh, that is called Team Builder, which is a new way where people can give you your gym program because I'm trying to bench one up. I'm trying to up my bench press. So I've been on there a bit. Okay. What are you at? What are you aiming at? Oh, if I could get triple figures one day, that's the that's the plan. You should see me leg press, Howie. Not great. So you got to do with what you got. <laughs> I started a comp in my gym where you've got to bench press your weight. Yeah. And, you know, whoever gets highest up goes further up, written on the mirror. I haven't had the courage to tackle it yet. Yeah, I know. No, you should, though. Yeah. Do you reckon you'd bench more than me? We'll see. No. Nah. That could be a challenge for later. Oh, I'm no good. I go, but I'm no good. Um, what are you currently watching? Currently watching a series that I'm obsessed with. It's called Bosch. Bosch. It's a crime series on Amazon. There's six seasons. You know, Titus Welliver, is that his name? Titus yeah. Welliver? He's the lead dude. The best crime show I've watched. There's six series to binge on as well. Check it out. Every murder is the tale of a city. But I don't believe there's a better world than this one. This is the police. I think this is the only one we got. Bosch. Bosch. B-O-S-C-H. Okay. I'll get that. Uh, what is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, I like a serious and a funny one. Mm. Can I have two? Yes. Serious one, Shawshank Redemption. Mm. No, back to front. Mm. Funny one and probably the best ever. Nothing better than Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. It's good. If I saw Shooter <laughs> McGavin IRL, I'm going up to him just to give him the biggest hug I've ever seen. He's driving the game of golf. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Straight into the ground. Damn you people, this is golf. I'm Bob Barker. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. Oh. This guy sucks. Did you see that? I oh. think, was it 20 years or something recently they started putting stuff out on sure. social? Yeah. And he's doing it. And then what about old mate who uh, came second in the Masters? Yeah. And he looks like his caddy. And yeah. then Shooter, yeah. the bag and Gilmore. Hey, I know you got sacked by Gilmore on Twitter. <laughs> God, that is good gear. What did you race home from school to watch? I raced home from school to watch a show called Rocket Power on Nickelodeon. That was primary school. We are Rocket power. Yeah, they're like skater kids. My dad, he used to run a company called Airwalk, which was skate gear. And the first guy sponsored was a guy called Tony Hawk, uh, which we can get into in the next part. And he, so I love skating. So that was what I watched when I was, uh, but I tell you what I watched in high school and I still watch. I think I'm a freak at Millionaire Hot Sheet. Are you? Yeah, I reckon I'm Why good. don't you go on it? Well, I'd have to go on. So I couldn't go on a, yeah, I would. Eddie, if you're listening, hit me up. Okay. We'll have a word to him. Um, now, make my day or break my heart. Have you listened to the Tony Hawk episode of the Howie Games? I have listened to part of it. Haven't finished it though. Oh, that uh, means you yeah. didn't enjoy no, it. No, I did so enjoy you wound it. it up. No, it's because you got about eight parts for each episode. Okay. So give us a break. Okay, okay. Uh, what are you reading at the moment? Are you a book reader or not? Yeah, uh, audio books. Favorite book ever is Shoe Dog: Story of Nike. I must say I'm sponsored, but I just love shoes, love sneakers. Feel night. I've read that. Feel night. I've got 500 pairs of shoes, even though I can't walk. Right. Uh, and I'm, is there one about listening? Yes. Oh, and I'm currently listening to a podcast apart from my own, which is Listenable. Yes. On the Listener Network. We'll talk about that soon. We it's will. It's called Business Wars. Business Wars. By Wondery. They put two businesses together, Nike, Adidas, Coke, Pepsi, Netflix, Blockbuster, head to head and see what happened on their story. Really interesting if you want to be big in business. I've got one for you and Darcy's sitting in on the studio today. I was put on a podcast on Monday. I can't get enough of it. It's called the Pong Suit. I've listened to it back to front. How good. It is the best thing ever. How that got stuck Yes. outside of Lawn. Yes. You, if you have not listened to this, shout out to the Age newspaper who did it. Yes. I listened to it 
last over Christmas. Don't give it away, although I do it know they get caught. the best. Yes, good. I'm yeah. glad you're on that How one. did I not know about that? Uh, did you know I, about that? No, someone told me about How, it on Monday. Was that not in the news? Apart from Elton John, who's a well-known person you have met and you would have met a lot of what we so call celebrities these days that's made a real impression on you, mate? When I was 12 years old, my uncle was a guy called Errol Orcott, the physio of the Australian cricket team. Hooter. 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 I used to have, I'm there, everyone, my family's from Sydney. Do you know why he's called Hooter? I do. Do you know? The, well, you tell the people. Tell the people? Yeah. It's because he'd never seen cricket before. And at the end, he got the job as the physio of the Australian cricket team. He's yes. next to Alan Border, everyone. They came off for lunch. And he goes, why is everyone walking off? And he goes, it's lunch. And he goes, oh, they should blow a fucking hooter or something. <laughs> yes, that's there right. You go. That's why they anyway, call it Anyway, that's hooter. my uncle, Errol Love you, mate. And uh, all my family's from Sydney. I'm the only one from Melbourne with my dad. So we used to have lunch with the Australian cricket team on on Christmas Day. Did you? Every time. Met, met a guy called Adam Gilchrist. You might have heard of him, Harry. Yes. I was 11, loved him. He's my he- like cricketing hero. Came up and he said, g'day, my name's Adam. And I was like, why is that guy introducing himself? Of course, it's Adam Gilchrist. And it was a valuable lesson to me. No matter who you are, you always introduce yourself and be who you are. And it resonated with me. And now I always say, G'day, I'm Dylan. People go, You don't have to say a name. I know. I said, No, no, but I don't know yours. And I'm introducing myself. I never forgot it. Wrote about it in my book. Uh, he's a star. That's a great one. I'm gonna, I get accused on a radio show I do on Triple M about dropping names. I'm going to drop a serious name on you because this happened to me. I had to interview him directly after a game for the LA Galaxy versus Sydney, David Beckham. And I walked out there and he put out his hand. He said, hi, my name's David. Nice to meet you. And the impression that made on me, it was incredible. It so was, it's a really it good was, point. And I met, I met Dave Beckham in the elevator. did the same thing. G'day, right. I'm David. I said, g'day, I'm Dylan. And he goes, my son watched your videos playing tennis the other day. <laughs> and I almost shat my pants. Uh, Favourite holiday spot? Uh, Manhattan or Berlin. Somewhere you haven't been that you'd love to go, bucket list style? Uh, the Pyramids of Giza. Pyramids of Giza? Yeah, a bit sandy for the old wheelchair. Yeah. It might get bogged. Chuck me on a camel, I'll be fine. Now, the weird thing about the pyramids is it's not out in the middle of the desert like you think. You literally go past- No way. You literally go past old mate geezer tire dealer yeah. and then bang, the it's city it? stops and it's right there. Like you catch the bus. I love that, You man. catch the bus to the pyramids. I only got a couple more for you. What if anything scares you? Stairs. It's <laughs> a pretty solid response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty solid and response. broken elevators. Hate them a lot. No, but it, the biggest thing is- uh, dropping a hot pot of water on my lap when I'm cooking because I can't get out of the way. But most importantly, it's a bit better these days because no one does, getting a cigarette in the eye when people are holding it low. Oh, that's nasty. In a festival. That's nasty. Yeah, everyone swings it around. Because, good idea. I'm like, I wear, I dodgy because <laughs> I'm already a paraplegic. If I was now blind and a paraplegic, shit ass. You're a long way back in the yeah, field oh, there, <laughs> Hey, great benefits though. <laughs> Right, final one for you, and you'll know this because I, I, I'm uh, very grateful you listen to the show. The most important question I have for you in the next hour and a half. Dylan Olcott, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? A thousand percent. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, people that don't eat Hawaiian pizza or pick the pineapple off need to go in the bin. I have been known to go with my kids and they take a little tin of extra pineapple. Okay, that's a bit far. <laughs> they whack it on the side. You don't want them to get bored at school, so <laughs> okay. let's keep it together. Deal, thanks for joining me on the Player Pro for you full episode. We'll be up next week. Good man. Love you, brother. Hey, Dale! Oh, man, hold on, man, hold on, man. Make some noise for my mother Dylan. Right here in the program. Listener.